Hi folks, I am Alan Watt and this is Tutting Through the Matrix on the 13th of June 2012. I always get this part out of the way first and that is to tell you that you should always make use when you can of the website cuttingthroughthematrix.com because there's so many audios there for free downloads where I try it and really piece the whole system, the system you're born into, this big matrix system, with many, many different levels and different specialized departments. I try to put it together for you to show you how rich men, the richest guys on the planet, well over a 100 years ago, started writing about it, in fact, at the time. And they, uh, they, they said they were going to take over the world and everything in it. They got scientists on board. They created lots of think tanks to find out how they could do it. These are the same bankers, of course, that funded communism, and they were already the capitalists. So they ran both sides of the big experiments that we've seen in the, the, the late past, basically. And out of the dialectic, they would bring in a new world order, a new world order where logic would rule. And, of course, that meant themselves, since they were the most logical people on the planet, since they were the richest, obviously. And, of course, they also meant, too, that in a post-industrial society, which they knew was coming, even in the, in the late 1700s, they knew that eventually Eventually, they'd get through an industrial era into a different, a post-industrial era. And so they, they wanted to bring down the population drastically of the whole planet. The best way to do it, of course, is to create groups where people think they're fighting for the planet and then use them all. And all of those who are used will never realize that you know, they're not coming into what's called the New Age. And this New Age has been talked about for an awful long time. Not just the, the, the hairy, fairy ones, but uh, the, the, the real New Age that they're really talking about. This is it. The time of transitions, the great transition is one term they use today as well. And the century of change, which is right now. The century. Where all, all the evils of the past were to be righted by those who knew how to do it. And would all be ordered into a proper society. An authoritarian, post-democratic society. Well, you're all here. For those who don't quite get it yet, you've been in it for quite some time, actually. So make use of the website, as I say. You'll find out the big players, the foundations, the, the clubs that they created to belong to, uh, that specialize in different areas of it. And the academia, the guys from academia who came in on board with them and wrote lots of books about it on their behalf. And again, the big greeny one too at the end. Find out the, the beginnings of the green movement. So help yourself to the website cuttingthroughmatrix.com. Now on this site too, you can, you can get downloads for prints up of a lot of the talks I've given in English. And you can go into alanwattsentinel.eu for transcripts in other languages. Back after these messages. Folks, I'm back, cutting through the matrix, talking about this big system that's all-encompassing, as they say, 
and it's, it's into every aspect of every country's life, right? And, and right to the minute of every detail of even the individual, every single individual across the planet right now, because you're in this new world order where high tech and so on and information uh, is shared so quickly, especially the stuff you volunteer out there on the net and is grabbed immediately by all kinds of private organizations and ones that really are just fronts for governments too, because you and everybody around you, regardless of what you think of them yourselves or even think of your, your own self, you're very important to those that like to know all about you. And the, the, if actually the time will come when you break a pattern. You start talking to other people on the net or whatever, or you don't uh, meet the usual little group you meet on a Thursday or a Friday, and they want to know what you're up to. You see, this is where it's all going down the road, because you must be predictable in a totalitarian system. That's very, very important. So we're going into this new system, and of course, they've even given us their timelines, because they work in big long-term United Nations-type plans. Seems the communists did their 10, 50, 100-year plans for different parts of it. And they're always giving us the year 2050, 2052 now. Another article came out, etc., etc. Because, you see, we're all post-industrial now. We don't need most of the general population and they're getting very, very open about it too because at the top, the big banking boys and their, and their families and all of the hangers-on they have around with them, all the technicians and technocrats, etc. they have today, uh, they all believe they're superior. They are eugenicists in a sense, very real sense, and that's in your face today. You can't be any plainer than, than they are. When they tell you there's too many of you, you know, not us, but you, too many of you, and that doesn't really sink into most people, but it never really did even in the past when they, they had world meetings. At the end of World War II, for instance, when the king himself had a world meeting to do for the United Nations, the early United Nations, to do with overpopulation, said that the, the war hadn't killed enough people off, especially the young people. This is best thing for a war is kill young people off, then obviously they don't breed and leave children behind them. So they, they came up with different ways to find ways to depopulate by sterilization. They put Charles Galton Darwin out there as a champion of it, of course, and he came out with a, a really good book. You've got to get a hold of it if you can. It used to be five bucks until I mentioned it years ago, and suddenly it shot up to 80 or $90. Dollars. You might get a cheaper copy if you're lucky. And it was Charles Galton Darwin's book, The Next Million Years. Very important book because... You, you can, you can really smell between the lines exactly where he's taken it all. He's very blatant about it. And he said that just, he used the food, use the food, use the water, and even use inoculations, injections, he says, to dumb them down, sterilize them, make them compliant, etc., and so on. Now, at world meetings, how are they going to get away with that? Well, they don't tell you, you see. See, you're the children. You don't tell the children. You've been kept in childlike since you've been born. Look at the society today. From the, the 50s onwards, it's said we're creating a youth culture. It doesn't matter how old you are, you're still basically a youth. Look around you, they're all trying to dress like they're 18, even when they hit 80. And no one matures anymore. You're supposed to have a, a, a rested mental development at the age of 18 or 20, and that's you for life. And I'm not kidding about that. In every movie for years and years and years, anybody who's elderly is either stupid or senile, especially, or comically senile, because that's how you put the you embed that kind of idea into the youth's minds. In fact, the communist system, which the same bankers run, mind you, all along, 
said that uh, don't trust anybody over 30, I think it was. And now they've brought the age even down uh, further. So it's all been accomplished. The whole Communist Manifesto has been accomplished. The dissolution of the family unit, the families in wrecks, you know, an absolute wreck. Uh, everywhere, they look dysfunctional everywhere because everyone's glued to television. They're, they're, they're trying to pretend they're still 18 and rutting like rabbits, which was promoted by guys like Huxley, Julian Huxley, UNESCO. He said that's what we'll do. We'll bring in a society where that's what they do. As long as they don't breed and have children, they can, they can do all of that and, and that will be encouraged. And they won't bond, you see, for any length of time. And no one knows anymore how to grow old with anyone else anymore. They want young, young, young. That's what's pushed all the time, young, 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 you see. So either the guy's looking for a younger woman or the wife's looking for a younger woman, and that's what you've got today. Total dysfunctional society. All by design, because that's warfare. Warfare has many forms. The most effective forms of warfare are the quiet ones, the quiet wars. Because you don't know. You think every generation has been taught to think that they create the future. And it's absolute nonsense. The older people who have their smarts about them, who work for these boys at the top, they design your future. And they sit around in tweed suits, including the women, and design your future and the culture and where they're taking it from now on. And they're neurologists and psychologists and behaviorists and zoologists. And they've been working at this for an awful, awful long time, often with your tax money, because that was mandated at the end of World War II that that uh, everyone was dangerous on the planet, and everyone could turn into a Nazi and start destroying people. And so they brought in people and groups and foundations from Europe to deal with this and make sure it never happened again. And Bernese worked with them too, and all the top philosophers worked with them, uh, including certainly Lord Bertrand Russell. They, should, they created the whole culture and the dissolution of everything that worked at one time, that actually worked. Once that happens, you see, everyone's uh, technically disassociated from everyone else. You might chat all the time, have lots of sock puppet friends and so on, but you really are on your own, and because government eventually wants to talk to you directly, just you. And you have no one around, no family, nothing to stand up for you, and no one. And it's been very, very successful. Now, part of it, as we've seen, was the raising of so-called different minority groups into it. Not just an equal status, but a special status. And so special, in fact, they have had global meetings about it, talking about pushing it in your face on television, etc., etc., etc. And it's all been successful, too. But we're going into absurdity now, because now you have people on, on, on YouTube or wherever, like Luca Rocco Magnotto, the, the guy who's really called Eric Clinton um, uh, Newman, his name is, uh, eating people. In eating people uh, after a homosexual relationship, he eats a guy. And uh, and it, I guess, is this, is this what they want? Is this what they want today? Ask yourself that. Are we so incredibly degenerate now that this is what they want? And does this even shock anybody anymore? Does it? That's how degraded we are. And it's happened generation by generation, carefully calculated and observed, studied and promoted, till till here we are today. It's an absolute nightmare in society. And we're, we're tolerating 
everything uh, in all different sectors, child pornography, all of this kind of stuff to the extreme. Because, again, eventually they don't want any discrimination on what they, they want to call intergenerational sex, which is just pedophilia. And predatory behavior is right up there at the top there. Now, this article here is about is the light to call him Luca Rocco Magnota, as I say, Eric Clinton uh, Newman. This, uh, this guy who obviously we'll never get the whole story here as to why he sent body parts of a victim to the conservative office in Canada and the one for the liberal too, unless he was making a statement to some people in there. Maybe he'd known. Who knows? We'll never get told in Canada. They'll, they'll really clam this one up. And also to a particular school, who a teacher was fired recently, and I mentioned that last week, a very important school, very expensive school, school that, in fact, I think that, uh, that Trudeau's son went to. So there's more to it than meets the eye. However, it says, look at Rocco Magnotto video shown to students, and the teacher who did it was suspended. And you can really go at that, you know, those who are pro-watching it and against it. Personally, I think people, if they want to understand the reality of a kind of lifestyle, should watch it. Because it's, it's not like a Hollywood version of what they show you. But anyway, it says, Montreal, a teacher has been suspended by a Montreal school for showing high school students the infamous video that shows a killing allegedly committed by Luca Rocco Magnota. The teacher showed the students the grotesque scenes on June the 4th and was immediately suspended that afternoon with pay. And it's the staff at Cavalier de La Salal School in Montreal's West End. See, they quickly informed students that a team of psychologists, oh, here they come out straight away, eh? was available to deal with any problems students might have as a result of seeing the video. Now remember, these students have seen, goodness knows how many horror blood guts movies since they've been probably about five years old. And these students were not five years old. And it says, um, the teacher apparently apologized to the school by emails now scheduled to lay out his version of the facts before a Labour Relations Board today. We condemn with one voice the actions of the teacher showed the students a video whose uh, content was inappropriate as it was offensive, the school board said in a statement Wednesday. The incident is being taken very seriously. The teacher had been under contract as a replacement through the end of the year for a 10th grade history and citizenship education class. Students are defending the popular young teacher, so the students like the teacher, whom one described as being in his 20s. Another student said it was the children who asked him to play the video. Uh, she said the teacher was hesitant. A few children in the class also objected. But the vast majority of students, she said, convinced him to play the video. He's a very good teacher, said Maud Aubin Bovon, who's 17, who was in the class when the film was shown. Honestly, his courses are super fun. He's a teacher who knows his job, etc., etc. And before showing the video, he, video, he did warn the class and watch out for the sure images that could be shocking, it says here. And some of the children also says they've seen stuff almost as bad in videos. So, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Everyone's been, we're all degenerate now. Because we have been all brought down to baseness. Back after this break. Hi folks, I'm back, cutting through the matrix, talking about the war that's been going on on society for an awful long time, and they don't even know it. 
because it all happens to every generation. At the same time, they think that it is their generation, and they don't realize that, no, older, old characters are sitting designing this system for you, and uh, it's not yours at all. There's nothing really actually that's yours in it whatsoever. And then anyway, we get back to this the homosexual murderer, and who ate a guy and all the rest of it, and literally parts of the corpse did other things with it too. Um, it's caused quite the stir because um, and some people can't stomach that kind of thing, watch it. Uh, but really, to understand what's really going on in the world, sometimes you have to. You really have to look. You don't want Hollywood versions of reality. You want real, real reality. And then you make your mind up and give your own opinion on something rather than let others do it for you. But I know this is going to be really hushed up in Canada, big time, when it comes back, because there's too many other big, big things on the go to do with certain sectors of society. And you just can't talk about things anymore. It's verboten. Now, that's one article there. And you also have um, other articles as well to do on similar things, for instance. Uh, there's one uh, to do with this one here. It's in Britain. And, and it's such hypocrisy. It's from politicians. Like, they just found things like this out, and they're really shocked, supposedly. The politicians are shocked. Who's kidding who? This is girls as young as 11 expect to perform sexual acts on rows of boys for two hours in some parts of Britain. Shocking child abuse report finds. We're all shocked, right? They've had nothing but almost sheer porn on television for all these years, including these politicians, by the way. One of the politicians uh, at the big uh, Britain's version of Homeland Security, uh, she even charged her porno things to her expenses, her porno uh, movies. So they're all shocked, you see. Utter hypocrisy, isn't it? Head in the sand nonsense. They've just noticed that this is going on. It says, Internet is fueling abuse of thousands of youngsters, the Deputy Children's Commissioner tells members of Parliament. Boys aged 14 and 15 summoned to gang rape, which went on for days by Blackberry Messenger. There isn't a town, village or hamlet in which children are not being sexually exploited, she says. Girls are being lured into park by boys. They meet online in gang rape, she tells politicians. And abusers and victims are from all racial and ethnic backgrounds, she said. Blocking computers is not enough because children are now targeted via their mobiles. It's, what's on television? Have you seen the dancing, the so-called dancing on television for all these years? It's just simulated sex. That's, that's all they've been force-fed is sex, sex, sex. That was a big technique by Bernays and the rest of them who helped design this very part of this system. Going to the writings of the, the Frankfurt School. And Theo Adorno, who said eventually they'll take your rake down to, 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 uh, literally, um, basically having sex with the dead. He says that's when we've won the battle. I'm not kidding. These guys designed your culture. Yeah. This is Girls as Young as 11 expect to have to perform sex signs and acts on rows of boys for up to two hours, blah, blah, blah. Deputy Children's Commissioner Sue Berlowitz says there isn't a town in Vulture Hamlet which isn't, or who don't have children sexually exploited. In one vile abuse case, she uncovered boys aged 14 to 15 were summoned by the Blackberry Messenger to the gang rape of a very, very young girl, which lasted days. 
She told the MPs today boys are being called while some are raping the girls who said, come, come, it says, you can join in too. And they're arriving and elbowing each other out of the way to rape her. Mr. Uh, Mrs. Berlitz said the recent case, sex abuse case in Rochdale, which involved mainly men of Pakistani origin abusing white girl, the girls, was just part of a wider picture of exploitation involving victims and abusers of all races and cultures. Well, actually, you've got more of it now as well. Let's mix it into the whole mix itself. It's a massive multiculturalism and, and lots of crooks as well who've come in from Europe into Britain, where they kept advertising for 40 years. This is the best welfare state there is in the whole of Europe. Giving evidence to the Commons Home Affairs Committee, she said, what I'm uncovering is that sexual exploitation of children is happening all over the country. It's been happening for years. They've just noticed, eh? Happening for years and years and years and years. They've been getting 14 and 15 year old girls to look like adults for magazines for years to advertise clothing and, and everything else. And that was okay. And even younger than that. And now, as I say, we've had pretty well this just, uh, it's almost stripped dancing on stage for years and years with rap music and everything else but too. But, why are the children emulating what they see it's when it's getting pushed on them? And then they're getting all these kind of lectures at school on what to do. If you tried this, if you tried that, maybe there's something wrong with you if you haven't. You can see the school psychologist. I'm not kidding, folks. This is a war, and you don't even realize it. So I'll put this link up as well. For those who want to be sh- really shocked as well that this is suddenly happening. Huh. Where did all this come from? I wonder, eh? I wonder where it all came from. I wonder where it all came from. This article here on a Dutch child sex ring, I think it ties in with Canada too, because I believe there was someone in Canada as well involved in this big uh, child sex ring. It says, say, Holland or the Netherlands, when we think of tulips, good cheese, and an upright, hard-working population engaged in international trade for centuries, etc., but what do you hear about this, what they're doing with the children and pornography there? So the guys in charge of the law system are all part of the ring. Back with more after this break. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt. We're cutting through the matrix talking about the long war. It's been an awful long war that was decided a long time ago they'd have a war on society and destroy everything that made society strong. Because a strong society made suddenly become fascist and turn on people, we claimed. And, uh, and here we are today at the bottom of the heap, uh, with everything dysfunctional, chaos everywhere, and this also helps feed the eugenicists' ideas too that they will have to kill us all off at the bottom. They're actually using this kind of stuff. Uh, they're so superior above us, you see, they'll go on into the new system, the new order of things, the new age, and uh, as it should be, they claim, and the rest of the dysfunctional types that are obviously backward should just die off or be killed off. And they're very brazen about it today. So here's right back in the battlefield where it's all happening to do with Holland and these sex rings that they have, pornography rings and so on. 
This is the uncovering of the ring by law enforcement agencies has led in recent days to 33 arrests worldwide, including 13 in the Netherlands and 8 in the U.S. It's all part of the same ring. They'll find a lot more, by the way. One Dutch citizen is accused of sexual assaults on 67 children. According to the State Department's 2011 report on trafficking in persons, the Netherlands is a primary source or primary source, a destination and transit country for men, women and children subjected to sex trafficking. Dutch prosecutors asked for a ban on paedophilia group named uh, Martin, which is A-S-M-A-R-T-I-J-N, which advocates consensual sex. See, this is where they're trying to push through a lot of movies and so on from Hollywood. Uh, this, this, uh, um, and the United Nations is pushing it too, by the way. It's a child's right, you see, child's right to, de- to decide. Uh, and it's which advocates consensual sex between adults and children. In a court hearing in the city of Assen, it says they contended its banning and dissolution are necessary to avoid a dangerous situation for society. They said the group created a subculture in which sexual relations between adults and children are tolerated and even glorified. At what first glance seems to be a a peculiarly uh, contrary position, the Dutch Ministry of Justice has opposed the requested ban, claiming that the Martin Group's activities were not illegal under Dutch law. Its attorney claims protection under freedom of expression, again from the United Nations. With indulgence of of the Ministry of Justice, it says... It's little wonder that pedophiles in the Netherlands seem to find it relatively easy to express themselves. Why is this so? The indulgence is not new. It's actually a part of the Man-Boy Love Association. It's it's what little boys are after. In the fall of 1998, an investigation by the Netherlands State Secretary of Justice, right? By the Netherlands State Secretary of Justice into Amsterdam brothel linked senior politicians and justice officials to the sexual abuse of young boys. All the guys at the top of their government are involved here. One of the perpetrators identified in that investigation by a young male victim was Joris Demick, or Demink, it says, the current Secretary General of the Ministry of Justice, the top guy. The same government body that opposes banning the Martin uh, Child Sex Promotion Group. In the mid-1990s, while in Turkey, Demink, this, this guy who's the head of their General Secretary of the Ministry of Justice, sexually assaulted numerous boys between the ages of 12 and 16, according to ADA Levan Derpla, it says, Dutch attorney for two of the victims. The victims of his attacks have come forward and demanded prosecution. She says that one victim was, a 12, was 12 at the time he was brought by a police officer to Demnick's chambers, where he was repeatedly sexually assaulted by Demink. Another boy was 14 at the time and he was brought to Demink and assaulted recently a third child victim. A Turkish boy has come forward. So the cops are in it too, procuring the guys for sex. Van der Plaas says it's an outrage that uh, Demink has not been held to account for his crimes against children. Demink's perversion of Dutch justice to protect himself is an offence to any standard of basic decency. Why don't they just kick him out? I hope our friends in other countries have become aware of what's happening and raise their voices in protest. So they're looking to other countries to protest because their own government won't do anything about it. Because when they mean perpetrators, it's in charge of their legal system. It says, we cannot allow Deming's offences to be quietly hidden away. We must demand his public accountability in a court of law. This is the allegations against Demick raise serious issues not only for the Netherlands, but for allied countries, including the United States. How much credibility can joint anti-child sex trafficking activities have 
if a key enforcement official may be implicated in such activities and, at the same time, is in a position to block inquiries of the allegations against him. Why he has not been brought to court to face justice, both to his own behaviour and his apparent ability to protect groups such as Martin. Says U.S. officials need to ask some sharp questions. The offices at the Departments of State and Justice that are uh, concerned with child trafficking, as well as corresponding committees in Congress, need to look into this. The Netherlands is a long-time ally, but the Dutch government needs to know that it must no longer turn a blind eye to this international children's sex ring, apparently centred on its shores. This means that accusations against Demink must be subjected to full public scrutiny. And it goes on with comments at the bottom, and they actually mention too here what's happening in the States, because they've just started the big trials, apparently, to do uh, with uh, uh, Jerry Sandusky. And uh, a lot of people have come forward there that have been abused by him as well. But you understand, you can't start knocking down the norms of society. You can't start doing it with all, without all of this obviously going to come down the pike and hit you. Society took an awful, awful long time in cultural re- evolution, a natural evolution, long before the money boys came in and, and started running unit in a fake system, basically. It took a long, long time, and uh, this was not tolerated because every people across the planet, every tribe and clan knew uh, that this led to this kind of behavior if it was left unchecked. So here we are with it in this age of tolerance. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. And children really can't speak for themselves. They can't do it. And lives are destroyed at a very early age. How can they ever grow up into a normal, confident human being? How can it happen? It can't happen. And it's another one too. It says, Scout, this is a program, an app. Scout, S-K-O-U-T, shuts down teen service after rape cases are alleged. The mobile dating application Scout has shut down a portion of its service for 13 to 17-year-olds after three cases of alleged rape involving adults who'd posed as teenagers on the service. Well, that's going to happen, obviously. Scout is a mobile app that people can use to meet others, flirt, chat, and send photos and virtual gifts to one another. They can also search for others who are nearby, though without providing their exact location. After shifting its business from one which focused on location-based services, the app has grown quickly to millions of users. In April, the company raised $22 million, led by venture firm Andreessen Horowitz. In the past two weeks, there have been three separate cases of alleged rape or sexual abuse by men who posed on Scout as teenagers to meet underage users, according to the New York Times. Two cases involved underage girls and one involved an underage boy. Three men have uh, have criminal charges pending against them in Ohio, Wisconsin and California, respectively. And there'll be an awful, awful lot more using this kind of stuff. We live in a highly predatory society in many ways, many aspects of it. The financial, everything, everything is predatory. Everything, absolutely everything. And it's just plummeting at this stage. Plummeting. And then the boys at the top who gave you the system and promoted it and made it law that you can't say this and you can't say that and you can't talk about any particular sector of society at all. Made it all illegal. I'll blame all of you because of the mess you're in now. That's how it's working. That's how it's working. Now, this article here is about drones. Drones... 
in South America. The U.S. wants them, the U.S. military drones. It says, but why? And it's from Wired. It says, flying spying robots are addictive. Every military commander who has them wants more. Those who don't have them covet their colleagues' supply. And according to Air Force planning, they're about to go to the military's red-headed drone-poor stepchild, the command overseeing South America. And so it says that's according to General Norton Schwartz, that going Air Force Chief of Staff. And it goes through this whole article to do with why this is happening, etc., etc. And the fact that they're, all using, they're already using drones down there. But they, they admit that they can certainly arm these drones. And um, whatever excuse they give, the fact is it's going to come not just to South America, but it's meant for North America because they've already admitted they're going to put them all over the place. This is a new world order. Uh, this is terrorism, and, or anti-terrorism as they like to call it, forever, folks. Because you all allowed it to happen. You allowed it in so many ways, but you certainly could have stood up and said, no, we're not having this anymore. We're not having um, a, a Stasi-type system in our country. We're not putting up with it. No, thank you. Because once it starts, it's like a cancer. It just spreads and it can't stop. And hell is at the end of it. There's no other place it can go. There's no other way it can go. It's impossible. You stop these things before they start. Sauls and Eaton said the same thing when they used to come at night, maybe four guys to grab their neighbors. And the law at that time in the Soviet Union, they turned the street out to terrify them. This might happen to you in the middle of the night. And Sauls and Eaton says, he says, this is when we should have grabbed the pick handles and axes and everything and gone at these guys and taught them lessons so that we'd stop it right. Because once it, once it starts, he says, becomes normal, yet normalizes itself. And then you're helpless. United Nations could tax U.S.-based websites. Uh, I'll put this up again. It's another article about the same thing. And it's the global internet tax suggested by the European network operators who want Apple, Google, and other web companies to pay to deliver content, and it's proposed for debate at a UN agency in December. And so that's coming up as well. There's so much is coming up this year, actually. This month alone, we've got the Maurice Strong extravaganza to go along with, too, at the Rio Plus 20 Summit, and that's going to be the big one for the year because everything is going to control you is going to come out of this. This is really a Rio Part 2. The first one gave all the animals and insects rights and left nothing for the people. And much, much more than that also came out with Agenda 21, where you're all to get herded into the cities, into slums, which would eventually collapse. But so would the population. Supposedly up to the year 2050s, we start dying off of diseases and things. And then the, the world is to turn into big city-states where the elite will live. High-tech, modern city-states. That's also from the Department of Defense report that was put out for the British military and NATO countries, uh, 98 pages. I'm not kidding. What I'm saying is all factual based and you can go into the archives and find it. Another article too. More rich Chinese are buying up the US. And it's um, from CNN it says actually. Uh, China's emerges is one of the fastest growing sources of international buyers for US real estate. And uh, many of the rich people now in China are just moving out. They're actually having tours around the US with, with cash on them to just buy up whole streets and things. So I'll put this up as well. And Canadians are getting a lot of homes bought up as well. So the the, buy, the sellers are all quite happy, but uh, uh, there's a lot of Chinese to come over yet, you know, with their cash. 
awful lot of changes to come yet. Now, welcome to fake charities, it says to you, this, this website. It says, uh, the site that tracks just how much of your money the government is giving to charities, so-called charities. And at this time of the big society, as they call it, the great transition, the big society, fake charities is more relevant than ever. This, this is the site's name. We define a fake charity as any organization registered as a UK charity, they're all over the world, of course, that derives more than 10% of its income and or more than £1 million from the government, while also lobbying the government. I've been through this so many times in other articles. The ones who are lobbying for the radical changes, and it has to be called radical, by the way, in law, and it's all the countries that signed the United Nations back in 1946, that they would support, support all groups who are pushing for radical change. Radical change literally meant all the Communist Manifesto, if you haven't figured that out by now. Anyways, we fund them to lobby the government. That lobbying can take the form of calling for new policies, changes to the law, or increases in their own funding. Some of these organizations spend a large amount of their time lobbying the state to curtail our freedoms, and not all charities are upfront about the amount of money they receive from the state. When an independent charity takes a political stand or attempts to sway public opinion on matters of policy, we think you have the right to know whether they're being funded by the generosity of the public or by the largesse of the state. We think you have the right to know whether you're listening to genuine grassroots charity or are being fed public relations from an astroturfed lobby group. The site exists, exists to help you make up your own mind about these campaigners and, and are they really work, who are they really working for. And I've assembled some data to show you some of these groups. It's got the United Kingdom Committee, for instance, for UNICEF, United Nations, of course. And they call themselves a charity, too, as they make policies for the whole planet. And what they get is UNICEF is the world's leading organization funding for children. It's really for children. Remember that Julian Huxley was the first CEO of it, and he was a member, too, of Planned Parenthood. He got one of their big uh, awards, in fact, for it. He wanted to depopulate all the inferior species, etc., etc. So it says uh, it's for children and their rights, and we work in partnership with families, local communities, other organizations, and governments in 190 countries to help every child realize their full potential, right, etc. It says, um, so summary is that the UNICEF is one of the funders of the Education Action. It campaigns for the living wage and funds various efforts to portray the UK as the worst place to raise children in the developed world. So it takes money from Britain. To, to campaign against Britain, and it says it's the worst place in the developed world. This is in 2007, the UK Committee for UNICEF had an income of 41,273, uh, actually 41,273, no, 41,273,000 pounds. Of this, only two public bodies are listed as having given money, but it adds up to 13.2% of the total. It's the Department of Overseas Development, DFID, it used to be called the Overseas Department for Development. It's also part of the United Nations, and it works with IMF. Uh, gave them five, over five million. The states of Guernsey and Jersey and Isle of Man gave them uh, £417,000. The total is over £5,454,000. Uh, and um, I think it was in the Woodland Trust as well. Uh, it says, we used to be members of this until we found out the organization regularly sends out to members vast volumes of expensively printed puff, which resembles the self-congratulatory output of a government department. It's a, a member of Stop Climate Chaos, 
currently campaigns against high-speed rail and various other things. The, the governments, the, the public are funding them to be campaigned against by the... <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy, isn't it? Alcohol concern and uh, uh, included development and implementation of alcohol policy, raising alcohol awareness, providing quality information on alcohol and alcohol-related harm, etc. But they also want, by the way, it doesn't say in here, they also want... Uh, these devices put in your cars so no matter what you've drunk even a mouthwash it'll, it'll stop you from starting your car and of course they're all for the same things in Canada as well for mothers against drunk driving that now have you all stopped going anywhere by cops and breathalyzed because it's part of just you know the safety concerns now as we go into totalitarianism we fund we fund our persecutors very well back with more after this break Hi folks, I'm Alan Watts and I'll put that link up tonight too. Uh, the, all these links will put up at the end of the program at cuttingthroughthematrix.com and also this one to do with the US government study which says that the humans are a national security threat to oceans and our planet. You know, it's you humans that are, that are responsible for it. It's all your fault. You're a national security threat, you see. Now I'll, I'll take a caller too. There's Milan from New York on the line there. Are you there, Milan? Hello? Hello? Yes, go ahead. Yes. Uh, I'm listening to, listening tonight your, your topic and, uh, uh, I'm thinking what kind of, are you talking about, uh, child trafficking and I'm thinking what kind of man that is on the, on the, uh, on positions of power wants to have a sex with child. Uh, yes, that's. And how did you get there too? I mean, you understand these people are supposedly vetted for their positions with background checks, which tells you those who vetted them obviously are, are into the similar things themselves, or he'd never have got into that position. This won't be a recent thing that he's doing, but he's now in charge of, of their whole justice system. I mean, and they can't get rid of him. They can't get him out. Who's kidding who? There's just, just an awful lot of people here involved, obviously, in very high positions. And uh, uh, it's a worldwide thing. Canada was part of the sting operation, apparently, because uh, they had members of this group all over the world. And um, uh, uh, why aren't they just going after them and getting this guy in Holland out and, and give some credibility back to Holland itself? Uh, it's, a, it's a decent country, you know. Yes, and uh, on the another way, when society allowed that to happen, uh, the children are the lowest thing. What else can happen? To, I mean, nothing, everything can be done. So when, when that happens, if you that's cannot right. protect your child and children... When you cannot protect your children, society is finished. Finished, yes. It's finished. It's chaos. And that's what... Uh, there are massive movements in this world who have worked for an awful long time to ensure this actually comes to this, and that's where we are today, actually. I, I read an article last week, and it was about the porn industry in, in L.A. It's a massive industry, and they're moaning that there's just too much porn from competitors now, now that the children are putting up their own porn stuff because they've been watching it since they were five years old. I mean, society's finished now. And you have all these big movements that are really protected in every country by those at the top in politics. And they're given special rights and, and all the rest of it. 
and it's going to get worse and worse and worse instead of getting back to basics. And I don't think they're going to go back to basics anymore. I think they, they want society to be utterly, utterly finished. They, they had meetings for the, uh, for the censors bureaus of every country in the year 2001. And they said that they were behind pushing uh, the envelope to see how much the public would accept with new things. They said at that time, they says now that we've won the battle for homosexuality, uh, we want now to push into even um, intergenerational sex, they said, get more content on television, movies, and then they would go into bestiality. And I think it was within a year, they already had two movies out there where under the, the story, a uh, young boy's reincarnated as, as a husband. He's actually the husband reincarnating a boy. And um, he ends up in the bathtub with uh, one of the well-known Hollywood stars. And uh, and that's okay to watch it in that fashion, supposedly. That's how they introduce it to you. They don't waste time. You're living through an agenda. And people better wise up fast. And you better cut out their own stuff that they're watching to get their own sanity back too. But, but thanks for calling. From Hamish myself from Ontario, Canada, it's good night to me. Your God or your gods go with you.